Hi, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rinsey. Soul Worthy Love is your one-stop relationship podcast on everything marriage, dating, and of course, relationships. As we always say, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soul Worthy Love. Hi, Dr. Elise. Hello, Rancy. And today we have a special guest, Abigail. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, you know, we're super excited to chat about relationships and all of that. But in particular, I know there was a story you wanted to share and we wanted to tell that story because we think it's really important. And I guess, you know, I'll just like let you take the rein and share what you want to share. Yeah, sure. So um, the gist of it is that I found out I was the other woman when I was seeing someone and I had been seeing him not too long for about three months. Uh, And at the end of it, within the hour that I found out, I had already contacted this girl to tell her but like up until then I had no idea so I had been seeing this guy for three months I met him on a dating app he didn't raise any of my red flags at first and I never thought I would be the person that as I progressed through a relationship with someone that I would ignore certain things that were odd at least until the end of the three months when it kind of came to a head and I was kind of tired of pushing it down and not questioning it so I had been talking to him for three months and we had become exclusive probably after one month and then he finally let me introduce him as my boyfriend in the last month um which took an argument of me basically saying I don't want to see you if you don't want a serious relationship which was a pattern with him and when I found out that I was the other woman I found out that he had been dating his actual girlfriend for seven years Um, So this was like partway through their undergrad and then grad school career. So this was a long time. And I didn't know until I noticed that he had two Instagram accounts instead of one. And then when I would go to find him on other social media, he had found me first and blocked me so that he didn't exist anywhere. Um, So I had people that I knew look him up and they found him and he was definitely dating this girl for seven years. And when I contacted her with all of this proof, uh, because I don't delete any of my messages unless they're like actually mentally taking a toll on me, she thanked me. She received it very well at first. Um, She was at work, which must have been really rough because she had to work the rest of her shift until like 7 p.m. And then when she got off of work, uh, she talked to me a little bit, said she probably will break up with him. And then the next day she called me. And for 30 minutes, told me all of the details of their relationship and why they're meant to be together and why she's going to stay with him. Just full detail about this relationship. Just like everything that she could think of. Like I was like a therapist. And then at the end of that call, she said, I hope you never have to meet another guy like him again. And that was it. So that's kind of the gist of what is going on uh, in my love life right now. All right. So... My goal with you right now is I want to make sure that we heal your heart. Because if we don't heal your heart, I've I've worked with enough people and I know that then you're going to create some promise to yourself. You will swear to yourself, I never want to be hurt like this ever again. And guess what's going to happen? That means 
consciously you'll still be craving love because we all want love but subconsciously you're never going to want to be hurt like this again and you will always keep attracting people who are emotionally unavailable so that you will always be true to yourself that you don't want or can't find true love so i don't want that for you all right does that Mm -hmm. sound good yeah yeah okay and i also know that We grieve the longest when we feel grief, uh, when we feel guilt and fear. So when we feel guilty of something we didn't do or do or did, and then we project ourselves into the future, and that's when we end up grieving a lot. So the first thing I really want you to own is that love is safe. And if it's not safe, it's not love. I'm going to repeat this. Love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. It's just infatuation. And one of the hardest things that we have to discover as human beings is the difference between infatuation and love. Because infatuation feels so good, it's so intense, that we think it's love. But it's not love. Because actually love is very quiet. So... I'm really proud of you, actually, for knowing that you had red flags and realizing that, you know, at first you didn't want to pay attention to them, but you got to the point where after a while you you didn't want to avoid looking at them anymore. So congratulations, kudos. And I'm not surprised that it happened within three months because I, I make a joke often is that Okay, if you pass the first three months, then you're less in infatuation. So most of the time we meet someone and it takes at least three months to start to get to know someone. And to be able to, I call that pinging your heart and making sure that your heart is telling you the right thing or that you're really paying attention to your heart and not, you know, deciding not to pay attention. So kudos for doing that. It's really good that you did that. And the other thing I really want you to own is that the aim of a relationship is not to make you happy or miserable. The aim of a relationship is to teach you how to love because when you love, you feel happy. So that includes you. So what does it mean to love? My easiest definition of love is love is wanting the best for another person while respecting your needs. Love is wanting the best for another person while respecting your needs. So when you told him that you were going to break up with him unless he was willing to, you know, take this seriously, you were actually doing the right thing. You you wanted the best for him, but you wanted to respect your needs. So that was really good and that's and when you do that you start creating dynamics that you can see results happen faster so there was a part of you that that was really good with this you saw you had a feeling there were red flags coming on and and so you you stood up for yourself and then you ended up finding out so uh, the the reason you're going to grieve right now is because you feel like, oh, I should have listened to my intuition. I should have paid attention more. No, you were learning. It's cool. It's fine. You did great. Kudos. Thank you. But 
but the fear is now i'll never be able to find love i'll never trust love again i'll never find someone to be just with me what's wrong with me for these things to happen and we don't want this to happen <laughs> because it's not true all right so i wrote an ebook and you can download it it's called happy relationship checklist so you can go to happyrelationshipchecklist.com and you can download it and i'm going to guide you through the five points and you can you can say yeah or nay to them so the first point is be with someone who wants to be with you so when you were with him did you feel like you had to do lots of work to be with him or was he accommodating like how was it um well when we had that the argument where i basically said I didn't want to see him unless he wanted to see me seriously. It definitely felt like I backed him into a corner. So honestly, I got the vibe that he 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 wanted to hang out with me, but like he didn't want to commit either. Mm, so exactly. honestly, no. So that's that's first thing. This, this is where once you know this, like, cool. But you, you followed your intuition. So that was good. So the so number one, that, that that's... That's good because now you get a red flagging. Okay, if someone is not willing to, you know, be with me, then, and I'm ready to be with them, I'm not going to hurt myself. Because loving someone is wanting the best. So you don't say, oh, you know, you're a jerk, you don't want to commit. No, like he's in a different place. Like even if he didn't have another woman, he might have not been ready. He maybe he got hurt. Maybe he has his own stories. Why is, you know, he's not ready to commit. But when you're ready to be with someone and they're not ready, then you just say, thank you. I learned a lot. I had some fun and I wish you well. That's number one. Number two, it is your responsibility to never, ever, ever give your heart on a silver platter to someone unless you know that that person has a track record of being a good friend. So the way they talk about their exes, if it's always the other person's problem, never theirs. If they're not there for their family or their friends when they're going to get stuff. So it takes time to get to know someone. That's why I say do not give your heart on a silver platter until you know someone. And you did quite well there. Like three months, you're young, you're doing quite well. So I, I'm... I'm I'm wanting to do this with you so that you know that it's okay, the process. But the place where you ended up kind of tripping yourself was you started to get ahead of yourself a bit there because you must have had some clues that he was not fully into you right away. So do not, do not give your heart on the silver platter to anyone until you know them more. So you did well. Three months is like in the big picture. It's like, cool. Number three, it's someone with similar core values. And that takes time again. That's why I don't recommend anybody marry someone and commits for the rest of their life until they, they spend at least two years. Because usually infatuation goes after three months. It's much less intense. But on average, after two years, you really know someone. So, and that's when you need to understand, you know, who you are. What are my core values? So it's important for me to be in a monogamous relationship. 
but obviously not for him. And, you know, you need to know what are your top five values? Maybe it can be learning and growing. Um, you want to, um, to travel the world. You want to be flexible where you live. Like all of these things that matter to you. You need to know them because love after a while is not enough if you don't share similar core values. So it comes with learning about you. How old are you? I'm 23. You're 23. So, so you're so young. You're perfect. So at 23, you're still learning about you and what you want and what matters to you. So that's why the aim of relationship is to teach you how to love. So you're doing quite well. This is not the end of the world. My work is spiritual. For me, I call God unconditional love. For me, the highest form of spirituality is unconditional love. For me, God is love. So the highest thing you can do right now, the most spiritual experience you can have is you've been guided right now to have true love. But to have true love, you needed to go through this experience so you could learn what you're learning right now. This is not a punishment. This is not happening because you're not supposed to have love. This is happening because you need to know these things and you're learning them right now. This is not, this is not because something is wrong with you. It's not because you, you don't deserve love. It's just because you needed to know this. When we face a challenge, there are two reasons why we face a challenge. One, it's because we need to master something. Because obviously, if we haven't mastered it, it wouldn't be a challenge. It wouldn't be there. The second reason that it, we face a challenge is that our higher self, God, whatever you want to call, call it, is sending you in a direction that either you know you need to go, but you're kicking and screaming, resisting it, or you don't know, and it's it's a good place for you to go. So I think for you right now, it's a combination of this is something you needed to master, something you needed to learn. And it's also sending you in a direction, which is to learn about love and so that you can have true love in your life. You deserve true love. Everybody deserves true love. So number three is that you need to know yourself so you can share similar core values. And that takes time to know him. Obviously, you didn't know him fully. You had an idea of who he was, but it was not him. And I call that sometimes creating a virtual reality. This is what happens. I'm going to say this and it's going to shock a lot of the listeners, but it's impossible for someone to cheat on you unless you're cheating on them. I repeat, it's impossible for someone to cheat on you unless you're cheating on them. And what do I mean by that? Is that sometimes we superimpose on the person we are with the person we want them to be. So we're in love with the person we want them to be, the person we imagine them to be, the person we imagine spending time with them and creating a life. So it's this virtual reality relationship that we superimpose on that person. And again, you did quite well because, yeah, for sure, we all want to start a relationship believing we can be with that person. But when we don't know the person and you already start wanting to, you know, think long term with them, you're not knowing this person. You're in infatuation. You created a certain virtual reality relationship that was actually not there obviously it was not there 
Number four is someone who understands that all relationships will face challenges and through working through the challenges, you can grow in love and intimacy. So this woman who spent all that time telling you about why she's going to stay with him, well, maybe they are both, you know, maybe he was suffering, she was she was not paying attention to him, he was feeling lonely, whatever their story is. If they decide to work at it together, because I've had I've had clients come and see me. I had this woman once come to see me. She was the first time I've ever seen her. She comes in, she put an emergency appointment with me, and she sits in front of me. She was so mad because the man she had been living with for three years, she found pictures of him with another woman in his computer the night before. She was so furious. And so I said, you know, in my experience, it's impossible that someone cheat on you if you're fully connected in your heart with them. And she said, yeah. I said, what are you, what had you been doing to cheat on him? She says, well, I'd been working six days a week, never really having time for him. So I realized this is what I was doing. I was not connecting with him. I was not connecting with his needs. And I was expecting him to be there anyway. So yeah, he, he came to me. Kudos for him because he came to me because, you know, he was the one that, that was cheating with a woman, even though she was cheating with a career. And he came and he worked through it. And they're more in love than they were before. So I'm not telling you this to hurt you and your feelings in regards to him, but I'm telling you that there was something for you to learn in this and that it was something for them to learn. So I'm going to go through the list and then I'm going to ask you what resonates with you with everything I'm talking about. So mm -hmm. number four is someone who understands that all relationship will face challenges and through working through them, you can actually grow more in love. And number five is a good sexual connection. And often we go for five, cross our fingers, hope the other four are there. And my experience has been the more intense that intense chemistry we have with someone, that means that there's the least amount of connection in the heart. And that it's the only thing that's going to glue this thing, this relationship together. But also the subconscious knowledge that through this person you're going to learn about love because it, it is fascinating when i work with couples i i can guarantee you that if i do the work like i'm really willing able to trust love and i find in the woman that when she was 16 years old she had a boyfriend and after they've been together for five months he dumped her and he went for another one and then if we're in a heterosexual relationship and it's a guy and I test him on, I'm really willing, able to trust and love. We find they have a similar story. And people don't know this when they meet each other, but it's this attraction towards each other that, that makes this intense chemistry that pulls us towards each other because subconsciously we know that through this person, through this person, we're going to learn to heal a part of ourselves. There's a great body of work out there. It's called Imago, Imago work. 
And they talk about how subconsciously we are attracted to people who have similar wounds as ours. And that by connecting with them, at first we kind of heal our own wounds. But after a while, we realize we can never get another person to heal our wounds. So now we end up in a crisis and then we end up having to do our own inner work. So when we are attracted to someone, you have the subconscious belief without knowing it that through this person, you're going to heal that part of you that was hurting and it never works out because you always end up doing your own inner work eventually to pull out of it. So I dumped a lot of things on you. So if we go back one, two, three, four, and five. So number one, we talked about it already. Number two, did you know if he had a track record of being a good friend? Uh, well, I I didn't know him for as long as I could have, for sure. So like, I definitely only know anything about from what he has said he has been like um and when it came to like him talking about his family it wasn't too bad um he didn't have a good relationship with his mother um but also i don't know because he was really really good at lying about a lot of stuff so like i'm still now trying to figure out what he was telling the truth about what he wasn't and I also never had the chance to meet any of his friends, which I know why now. But um, I introduced him to people that I know. And he was he was fine with people that I knew. They didn't think any anything was wrong. Um, he was nice enough. But he also, every once in a while, if he was talking about someone he didn't like, he could get really, really mean. Like, to the point where it felt exhausting to listen to. Um so honestly, for number two, I can't be sure. It hadn't been that long. Um, but I feel like if had time had gone on, I don't know. I honestly couldn't well, be sure. So again, I don't want you to beat yourself up. And I can feel there's a part of you that's going over this over and over again. And where did I go wrong? And why is it that I didn't listen? And la, la, la. Because there's a part of you that's afraid now that next time you won't be able to trust Again, you did well. You were learning. You were learning. And it's not a coincidence that you attracted this experience in your life. I repeat, it's not a coincidence that you attracted this in your life. Not because you're not supposed to have love in your life, because you're supposed to learn. Right now, you're taking a quantum leap in learning about love. And now, so now you know someone who's not interested in talking you know, and getting you to meet their friends and all that stuff was so like, hmm. So that's a red flag. And when someone is mean about other people, again, that tells you about their heart. Only give your heart. It's everybody's responsibility. Only give your heart to someone who's going to cherish your heart. So when they have a track record of being mean to other people, what do you think is going to happen to you? Yeah. When they get angry with you. So I want you to look at, him not being with you as a blessing is obviously not your guy. You were save misery by finding it after three months. So when you don't make this about you worth like what's wrong with me for this to happen, nothing is wrong with you. <laughs> nothing is wrong with you. You are worthy of love. This is just for you to learn about relationships. So number two, that. Number three, was having similar core values. So how much did you 
did you know his core values? And how much are you learning through this experience about your core values? What are you learning that you want and don't want in a relationship through this? Yeah. So like I, even when I was looking to date people, like um, as time had gone on before I met this guy, I think one of the biggest things that were important to me is like someone who cares about like growing as a person and like education and like learning new things and being okay with being uncomfortable learning new things. Um, so with that and it matched up with him to a degree because he is also like pursuing a higher like education, like graduate degree, um, which, you know, I, I think it, it, it depends because at the same time, he also wasn't really interested in learning new things that of things that I was interested in, except like on a superficial level of just hearing me talk about it and like not really caring. Um, but I think honestly, like what I found out about myself from all of this is like one, I want someone who's obviously going to be monogamous, like that's a given. Um, and I want someone who like enthusiastically wants to be with me and doesn't have to like be talked into it, of course. And also someone who likes growing as a person and being comfortable with being uncomfortable and trying new things. And also what I've learned definitely is that I want someone who's just like a genuinely nice person. Like I care about someone who cares about other people. Like I, I want to be with someone who wants to help other people, even if it doesn't benefit them, because that's something that's important to me. So I would say that's specifically what I've learned from this scenario. Well, that's beautiful because I can tell you the number of women or men, whoever, that get attracted by the bad girls and the bad boys because there's like a sexiness in that and passion and drama. But being with a nice person is not dramatic. It's nice. It's sweet. It's beautiful. You can have stability that allows you to explore all kinds of different parts of your life. And a lot of people avoid the good person because of confusing passion and intensity with love. It's not love. It's infatuation. It's passion. Love is quiet. So something you're learning, I love all the things you said, because you can feel now you're going to be a lot safer because now you know what kind of man you want to be with. And at the same time, I want to speak to like, I'm, you know, I'm truly into, like, I'm speaking with you, personal development, growing, spirituality, and all that. And I love my partner to bits. He's an amazing man, but he doesn't like those things. I can talk about it with him, but it's like, it's not this full interest. So we, there are things that you will be able to find in your partner that you need, absolutely need. And then there are things that it's, Okay, if they don't fully share into them, because you're so whole within yourself anyway, it doesn't matter. But for me, for example, I wanted a man who's athletic, that loves the outdoors, the arts and traveling and learning and talking about different things. So I have that with him. But like talking about these things that we're talking about, he's a happy guy he doesn't need to explore as much as i do because i am fascinated with understanding human mechanisms and personalities but that's not this thing you can talk about it it's but so that's why it's important what are the things that you absolutely want in your mate that you cannot get from your girlfriends or your sister or your mom or 
any other type of friend. So that's super important. So that's why it's important to know your top five values. What what do I must, must, must have in my relationship that I'm not willing to do without? So you already discovered a lot. So that's great. Number four, someone who's willing to work at their relationship. Well, maybe he's willing to work at his relationship. And how old is he? At 26. 26 and they've been together 17 so they were 19 years old so <clears throat> and it, he was away from her and that's how it ended up happening like they were not living in the same city is that what happened um, at the moment but he she had actually told me that he had cheated on her several times before both with people that they actually knew and then people that they didn't know so this is both he yeah. has both cheated on her and like investing in like a whole other emotional relationship um and so, then also hooking up with other people on top of that. Yeah. So this poor woman, she needs him more than she loves him right now. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's not your problem. That's okay. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that the reason why she needs to be with him is because she's been hurt and she doesn't, she's not able to be fully available emotionally and he's not able to be fully available emotionally as well so they are a reflection of each other that's why they're gonna be together maybe for a little while and they might break up eventually and you're not meant to be with him because mm -hmm. you're meant to be with someone who's emotionally available you deserve something much better i'll repeat this is not happening because something is wrong with you this is not happening because you'll never have true love. This is happening because deep down you want true love. You want a true relationship. And because of what you're learning now, you'll be able to navigate this a lot better. So number five, a good sexual connection. Did you have high chemistry with him or low chemistry? How was it? We had pretty good chemistry. It wasn't, this is the first, he was the first person I'd actually been with. Um, so I don't really have any kind of, place of comparison um but it was it was good but it definitely wasn't something again that like I was willing to deal with everything to like hold on to I'm that's actually something like sexual chemistry is something that's not like a top priority for me yeah it's it's healthy to have you know you want to be attracted to your mate but if that's the only thing but at the same time it's when we make love with someone and there's a difference between having sex and making love. And when you make love with someone, you feel the heart connection. You can't fake it. It's there or it's not there. And that's what we have to pay attention. And when it's not there, that's when the intensity increases. When, Or when there's great fears of losing the other person, that's when the intensity goes up. So when you look at one, two, three, four, and five, we just talked about, what did you learn from this relationship? So instead of being feeling like I made a mistake, I can never trust myself. How can I ever trust myself moving into the future? Instead of that, how can you trust yourself more now because of this? What are the things that you're taking in? Well, I definitely learned that there are certain things that I want, not just like long-term, but like in the beginning, like I want to know that this person wants to be with me from the beginning. And I want to know that this person is okay with introducing me to people 
that they're friends with from the beginning. I, I, I call that being juiced. You want someone <laughs> used by you. Truly, yeah. like, like, you, like, feel that, like, is this person juiced by me? Because if they're juiced by you, yeah, they're going to introduce you to their friend and all these things. You know, there's a natural thing that happened when someone is juiced by you. Cool. What else? Um, and just to trust my instinct is correct. Like, I, after all of this happened, even immediately after, like, because I have a really good support system through this, thankfully. Um, and a lot of my friends and family had told me, like, well, you know, you have a good gut instinct and you know when to listen to it, which is a good sign that you won't, you know, fall back into this kind of thing again. Or if you do, you'll know how to handle it. So I also figured that out from it, which is really good. Great. Because that's what you want. What you want eventually, in a nutshell, what we all want for a life companion is a best friend with chemistry. And it takes time. To get to know whether you have a best friend. Like right now, as you said, you got hurt. And now you see who are your friends. So you see who are the people you can trust with your heart. But that's why we need to take our time to get to know another person. Do not give your heart on a silver platter until you know whether or not this person is true blue. So what else did you learn from this whole thing? Um, I learned... I don't know. I guess not to like, not to compromise things that are important to me. So like, I definitely, yes. I went into this hoping I would find someone who was nice and he was nice at first. Um, and then as time went on, it was like, it was like a mask had slowly been slipping from this, this guy because he was, he was very good at appearing nice to people on the outside. Um, and then as time, even though it wasn't very long, as time had gone on, every once in a while it would just be him talking about someone that he didn't like and it was just the absolute meanest thing I could have heard and like I I had been bullied before in school I was like wow this sounds like the people who used to just like talk behind my back so again darling you've been saved you've been protected this happened to you because you're worthy of love this happened to you to save you because this person was not good for you this person was not your mate this person definitely was not your mate, but this person was sent to you for you to learn some things. So I think this is a good place for us to stop. And uh, what I would like to do with Abby is I would like to do the heart freedom um, method with her to make sure that we clear any emotions that she may have that I could hold her back for the rest of her life afterwards. So for those of you who find this super interesting and like to join us, you can join us on our Soul with the Love program. If you go into our website, you can have access to it. And Rancy is going to put a link for you. You just have to click on it and join us. I would love to have the pleasure to work with you. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Worthy Love. We have new episodes every Tuesday.